0: Welcome to the Realtor Fight Club, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions
1: about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of the Realtor Fight Club. Jay Mert, what's going on? Hey, Monica. How you been? Great. How are you? Very good. Very good. Scratch All right, guys. Fight today, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. What? I think we're gonna fight. I think we are.
2: Good. Let's I'll be do
1: interested in see what you think about this one today. Of course, guys. Thanks for joining us. We love, love, love having you here. and... Mostly mostly we love having you here because we want to make sure that you're finding your own comfortable zone because that's where you're gonna be your best. And whether you're a do little things, uncomfortable, whether you do things wrong like Jen Merlin or you do them <laughs> right like me, I just want you to be
2: happy. <laughs> okay. I want All you to be right. funny. So it. now you can decide.
1: All right, So today Jen and I are going to be duking it out over this question. Who's better at sales, introverts <laughs> or extroverts? Introverts? You want to go first. Well, first of all, what are, what are you? I mean, come on, we're both the same. <laughs> okay, I'm an I'm a version of an extrovert, though that I'm an introverted extrovert.
2: What's that? that well, sounds that's up. that's where it's you can- extroverty to make up names for yourself. <laughs>
1: That's where you, you turn it, you know, you can turn it on and you're in your zone and all that, but then you have to go away from people and recharge. Like I can't be with people all the time. Yeah. I cannot. I need my space.
2: Do you, are you like that? Yeah, I get that. I need my space. Like maybe like a couple of days out of the month.
1: Yeah. Well, we talked about this too. You get your space. I do. At home at night. I'm, you know, with my nephew and my mom and Sharon and five dogs.
2: (laughs) I think it depends on who you're around too. Cause like there's certain people that just like will suck the energy out. And then there's certain people that like fill you up. It really depends if you've had so too many people sucking it out or like whatever, you know?
1: Yeah. It's so true. Now my family does not suck energy out of me, but it's still not alone time. It's not alone time. I get it. Anyway, let's, let's do this. Go ahead, Jen.
2: Extroverts.
1: Extroverts make better salespeople. Tell me why you think of that.
2: <laughs> well, I think that's my short answer. Yeah. So I think as, as extroverts, it's a more, it's more natural for us to talk to people and sales is a contact sport. It's all about talking to people. So It's easier for us. I think it's more difficult for introverts to do that. Now, that being said, my partner Alan is an introvert. Mm -hmm. That man is a beast. He's very good. good. Here's the nuance. So I think for extroverts, like it's easy for us to start. But like in my case, it's really difficult to like, I don't know. Like, I wanna say for him, it's easier to follow a process. So like once he got it, there's mm-hmm. no boundaries. Mm-hmm. And he's better at the job of being a realtor. Whereas sure. I'm just better at being like, la, 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 la,
1: la, la. <laughs> right. Well, and that kind of goes along with my really definitive answer of it doesn't matter. Of course,
2: you're going to be Switzerland. No, I'm serious. In Switzerland in like a, in a whole episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. And here's what I mean by that. It's not really about Ability as it comes to extrovert and introvert, as you just proved with your example of you and Alan. Yeah. It's really um uh a how you learn because you're right. If we had just pounded the extrovert way of sales into Alan's head, do you think he'd be very good? No, like hey, this is the only way you can do this, Alan. Right, right? versus you know, finding the, the activities that feel comfortable for you, finding the process, if that's what you like to follow. And that's why I, th- I say it doesn't matter. You're right, though. Extroverts probably have an easier time of experimenting and putting themselves out there, and they tend to have a bigger net already. Do
2: anyway, yeah. <laughs>
1: right, exactly. And so I agree with that. But I think a lot of extroverts make horrible salespeople because all they effing do is talk and they want to tell, 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 dump all their knowledge all over you and how great they are ah, versus being inquisitive, being consultative, being curious, you know, which maybe leans a little bit more towards
2: an introvert's natural ability. Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see. I do I just think that in the first couple of years, I mean we've done this said this stat before, like in the first couple of years, so many agents quit and it's I think it's mostly because they don't know how to find the business. But I think for intro for extroverts, it's just it's not as big of a stretch for us to look for business as it is an introvert. So maybe it's not that we're better at sales. We're just more naturally equipped to do sales.
1: Which is oftentimes turning over rocks and just asking it's a quantity like ratio. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: That's it. I don't know. I think I that's like, true.
1: I think yeah. that's true. But as far as like a skilled salesperson, my grandfather was the quintessential introvert and was the leading national sales salesperson and manager for um, Maytag for his entire Ooh. life. The guy would not put himself out there for any free money in the world. Like Facebook would have never been grandpa Harris's style at all. This guy is quiet. He's very
2: reserved. He's very introverted. And he was the best because he was good at relationships. That's good. That does, that actually leads me to a question. So as we get more onto social and less like in person or things like that, do you think that the extroverts way of just being out there all the time. And kind of, we, some of us can tend to be a little show offy, you know, Mm -hmm. does, do you think that will be better for us than people who are more quiet and want to like be more reserved?
1: I don't think it's better. I think it will work for them. I think that the problem comes in when, when you try to do something unnatural to you, like you try to copy that or mimic that and think that, you know, you have to be me in order to have my success. And I have to be you to have your success. It's just not the way.
2: Find, which is what this whole podcast is about. Find your freaking- But there are certain things that like do work. So like if, you know, part of, I mean, the most important thing in real estate is getting leads. Like you have to get leads. Yeah, there's a million ways to a do million it. million ways to do but it. But it all, it all boils down to talking to people. And if you're the type of person that cannot talk to people- I mean, what are you going to do, man? You can't just email them and Facebook them. You got to have a conversation. Let's
1: look at this realistically. The average agent would be thrilled doing 24, 36 deals. Is that what we're doing here? I mean, realistically, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're doing, let's say 30 deals, if you have 12 people who you connect with, who trust you to sell their house, they will likely be also buying. That's 18 deals. You just need 12 more. You need 24 people to trust you. And as a, if if you're an introvert, find that way to connect. Know 12
2: plus 12 is 24, not 18, right? I just wanna
1: What would I say? <laughs> no, it's no, it's 12. No, I said 30. No. 30, but if 12 of them are also going to buy, that's 18. So you only need 12 more. Okay.
2: Right? I, I guess.
1: <laughs> I'm say it. Stay with me. But <laughs> I'm saying to have 30 deals, you only need 24 people, is what I'm saying. Because six okay. of them are going to also buy, is what I'm saying.
2: Mm. Um, we'll talk to th- oh, my God. Let's go back to our. Can I have back. a second? <laughs> Here, I'll hold up my hands. You hold up yours, we'll count.
1: Okay, good.
2: Let's go back to our corner and hear a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we will start this math problem again.
0: (laughs) Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world exp realty tomorrow's brokerage today for more information or a private discussion go to the toe-to-toe podcast facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about exp realty
1: welcome back now before we get out our abacus and our calculators before we ring the bell for the final round jen did you go out and get any opinions on this subject? Of
2: course I did. Course and because did. I get to choose who the guest is, you okay. can imagine. Who is it? Oh, I'm just kidding. It's Jay Kinder. He's awesome. It'll be really good. Hold it's... on a second. You got Jay Kinder?
1: to Yeah, I me. Mean, That's awesome. I know. Amazing, guys. You guys are going to want to stay tuned. Tune into that. Tune into that.
2: Yeah, he's living his best life. Just there moved to Puerto Rico. I know. Jeez. Baller.
1: Moved his whole family down there.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, it is. All right. So let's, uh, Monica. Let's go back in. What do you think? You got a minute?
1: My point was, find correct. Find your lead source. You're right. You've got to find that. If that's open houses, great. If that's coffees, you you like you master the coffee network, great. If you master BNI, great. If you master Facebook videos, it doesn't matter find what's authentically comfortable to you that you can do over and over again, because the secret is in the consistency of the action, not in you trying to do a video that doesn't even seem like you, or, you know, for me calling expireds, which would just crush my soul. I don't want to do
2: it. The greatest thing I I did my calls this morning and I was like kind of in a bad mood when I woke up and after like, just 50 minutes of making calls. I was like, this is so lovely. I'm having the best day.
1: Do you know how many people wish they felt like expired, how you feel about
2: expired? Do you so know? Nice. Most people are nice and kind and nobody yelled at me or like, whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they did. I wouldn't pay attention.
1: To <laughs> you just don't even hear
2: it. You don't even hear it. I hear every nuance in their voice. Well, I think you bring up a good point too. Like a lot of times introverts are p- considered people, people, Mm -hmm. And so we, we do want people to like us Mm -hmm. and that can be a problem when you are finding leads. If you want to talk to a large amount of people, because most of those people are going to tell, you no. whereas maybe somebody depending, I mean, there's all different levels. I'm not an expert in these personality types, but like Mm -hmm. maybe somebody who's an introvert, they're like, well, I mean, nobody, I'm not talking to anybody anyway, so it doesn't matter what they Mm -hmm. say you know, I just got to do my, my process.
1: It's so true. Well, here's the truth. If you're going to attract business, which is what you want to do, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, that means you can go hunt and gather. It's great, but also attract, you will repel. You cannot attract without repelling. And what I mean by that is you will draw the people in that are attracted to what you're laying down, but some people will not like what you're doing. You have to find okay space with that. That was a big hurdle of mine. If everybody remember, likes
2: you, Monica. That's not a hurdle. No,
1: no. I, I irritate the hell out of some people.
2: <laughs> They're the devil.
1: Yeah, no. I had people say, when I'm back, back when I was doing my dance party Friday, uh, my good friend, Alicia, shared with me. She's like, yeah, some people just can't take that in the morning.
2: <laughs> it's awesome. Well, I want to bring it back. Go to, no, I'm just kidding. Sign a petition bring to bring everybody. it back.
1: <laughs> anyway, you so you got to find some peace with that, that, um, you know, willingness to turn some people off or whatever that is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. I think, you know, I think it's just, I, I say extrovert just because I believe it's just easier for us to put ourselves out there because we've been doing it and it becomes natural. It's not, we don't have to cross that hurdle, mm-hmm. but I, I'm going to just lay down and let you win on this.
1: <laughs> Good. It well, it's funny because out.
2: The extrovert's
1: going to have different problems than the introvert, yes. but they're exactly. all going to have problems. So the extrovert's problem is you're likely going to just vomit words all over people and you're not really selling. The introvert is you're not going to put yourself out there enough to give yourself a big enough chance to get the yeses that you want. Like it's all just different issues and we have to battle, right?
2: Yeah, no, for sure. I agree. All
1: right, that's the end. Yeah, I think that is the end. Do you think there was a knockout today in the Realtor Fight Club? I mean, Uh, not a
2: knockout, but I conceded.
1: Yeah, you can. You did concede, didn't you? Yeah. So you win. (laughs) I really like it when you. (laughs) All right, guys. We'd love to hear your opinion. Are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? What's your biggest challenge? Go to the Realtor Fight Club. Facebook page. It's Realtor Fight Club podcast, I believe. Yeah. uh, Facebook page. And let us know what your biggest challenge is and how you identify.
2: (laughs) That's awesome. And of course, if you want to learn more about EXP, you can call or text me 513-400-1691. All right, Monica. Thank you. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. I'm here with my tiebreaker, Jay Kinder. Hey, Jay.
1: Hey, hey.
2: And he's with EXP. And one of the reasons I wanted to bring him on this tiebreaker was because he has—I mean, how many agents have you coached and trained, Jay? Oh,
0: yeah, too Uh,
2: many,
0: thousands, yeah, in the thousands for sure. So I definitely have a little bit of experience of seeing, you know, what works, what doesn't, that sort of thing. Um, But yeah, this is a great question. So I'm actually pondered about this for quite some time. So I'm happy to be the tiebreaker.
2: Perfect. Let's see who who you agree with. Right. So who is better at sales? Introverts or extroverts?
0: Let me tell I gotta tell you, the reason why this is a hard question for me to answer is because as me as an extrovert, right, business partner who my entire life I believed that Michael Reese was an extrovert. I learned through I can't remember which particular thing we went through, but we went through like this in-depth training for our office and everything. He seems like
2: an introvert when I met him.
0: Oh, he wasn't or he was?
2: No, he seems like an introvert when I met him.
0: He's he's naturally an introvert. Now, that being said, this is what makes it hard for me because I know as an extrovert, one of the things that was the reason why I was successful was because of my enthusiasm. and. I can be enthusiastic about anything. I'm like ignorance on fire. So like, (laughs) and I learned this because I used to call and do autopsies. Every time I would win or lose on a listing appointment, I would call and ask them why And the times that early on in my career, when I was young, they would say, we just really liked your enthusiasm. I was like, okay, that works. Like I can get excited about anything. So, so I know that being an extrovert is, is is there's some positive things that that happen from people that that bring a high level of energy and that are extroverted right. or afraid to to get in the mix? Yeah. Um, but then I also know the greatest salesperson I know on this planet is my business partner Michael Reese, who is an introvert, hmm. and so that's why I had to really ponder about like, okay, well, what side of the fence am, am I on? Now I believe he's an anomaly, <laughs> an <laughs> right? Anomaly in a bunch more ways than just that. But um, so I have to go on the side of extrovert. I, I think yes. that the extrovert is at least, you know, if you were just to take the averages across the board, you take an extrovert and, and uh, the qualities that they tend to bring to the table in sales is going to um, outsell an introvert unless it's Michael Reese um, most of the time.
2: <laughs> I agree. I think like they always say enthusiasm, if, even if you say the wrong thing, you can still get sales, but yeah. once you're enthusiastic and you know, the right thing to say, right. Every time you're getting that deal.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it, it definitely gives you an unfair advantage. And and what I would say is it it doesn't mean that as an, an introvert that you can't, you can't adapt to the situation and be more extroverted. It's just something that you have to work on. I think if you want to get better and better and better at sales, so don't, don't, don't allow yourself to be labeled, you know, as one thing or another, it doesn't define who you are. It just is gives you an idea of what maybe you might have to overcome in order to get better at sales. So
2: yeah. That, and it does depend on your goals and stuff too. Cause my partner is an introvert also, and he's, he's a beast. I mean, he's an anomaly also. Right. Right. I mean, he is very good at sales and you would never, you never see him come in. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, dang,
0: you're signing up, buying something.
2: Right. Yeah. Definitely extroverts are just more, we're louder about it.
0: Right. <laughs> right. Which doesn't, that works against me all my approach. Sometimes the, yeah. uh, that's the, that's the feedback that I've always got is, you know what, it's just your approach, man. You're just coming on a little too hot.
2: Right. So I think it's, especially if you know, like if you're doing a sphere-based business, you have to know those people like you. So it's not like, don't try to change who you are. Like you're good, you know, right. but I agree with you. We are natural salespeople, extroverts. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll tell, I'll tell you the thing that some of the training that I had to go through over the years, and then i I don't know. I mean, I guess, I mean, I, I look back and I try to like figure out like, why in the world did I become successful? Like, how did that even happen? Mm-hmm. Because it's, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not the most likely success story at mm-hmm. all. And so I, I kind of always go back and look like, what, why, why would, why am I successful? What happened? And, and, and when I look at like, you know, I was lucky that I went through some courses and training mm-hmm. that early gave me some confidence, right? Yeah. Cause I was confident person, but I was outgoing. I was, uh, I was voted ornerous in my entire class. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that makes sense, right? So I was a little, must've been a little bit extroverted, you know, naturally, but like in a sales environment, like scared stiff, right? Like right. the very first, I did a radio commercial. I had one of these in front of me and I couldn't do it. I I said, listen, I got to go back to my office. I got a call from my phone because that thing, I can't talk to that thing. (laughs) So, you know, so you you don't, you know, you don't know what you don't know, I guess, but, but as, as I, as I became more skilled in sales, I became even more enthusiastic, even more extroverted. Mm -hmm. And, and it certainly helped me when I, once I learned, Michael Reese was an introvert. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Like when I, I, I can't even remember the test. Uh, it was um, Myers-Briggs is what it oh, was. Oh yeah. That's had, a good one. We had him come in and do this test and they had us all separated. Right. And and we had our whole office of people and, and uh, Mike was over with the introverts that I knew were introverts, but I didn't know Mike was an introvert, but he, he was like, I was like, did you get the answers to the questions on the test? <laughs> like, did you fill it out correctly? Like, are you sure? And what, what I learned was like, was Mike's a thinker, right? So he, he has to think through things first. And so- like, You don't think, probably. Yeah, at all. I have no reason to think. I'm just gonna be like, okay, if you got a gun to my head, I would do this. And that's and that's my initial knee-jerk reaction. Then I'll not think about it, but right. but first answer. And so this the whole time me and Mike were business partners, I used to get frustrated. We'd be in meetings and- you know topic number one, we'd be done with we'd be six items down on the agenda, and Mike just pops up from his computer and he's like starts talking about something. We're like, what is he even talking about? He was talking about item number one because he <laughs> didn't do the research and think through it and do this. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm a terrible business partner. Like I should have known all these years, I should have figured that out. Like, but if you give it to him ahead of time, he's he'll good. Be, he'll stay up all night thinking about it. And then he'll come with a really educated and Andrew's very
2: probably right. And he's probably
0: right. You're yeah, exactly That's right.
2: what I experience with, with my partner yeah. too. It's like his answers that are well thought out are better than my like jerk yeah. reaction answers. Yeah, well,
0: well, yeah. What Mike says probably better. Yeah. But you know, I did you know, you give him enough time to think about it. He's going to, he's going to get clear. Yeah. So It's a, it's everybody can win. That's what I know.
2: Yeah. I like it now, yeah. since you've coached and trained a lot of agents and yeah. our audience is agents, do you have anything for us?
0: Well, oh, shoot. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff for you. Well, yo, let me tell you, let me tell you how I became successful in real estate, okay. arguably. Okay. Uh, let me preface that. So my best year, I sold 531 homes, number two in the world for Coal Banker in a marketplace. Get this, you'll, you'll laugh at this. I was number two in my own marketplace. I was number two in the world for Cola Banker. You in your second-
2: own marketplace?
0: I was number two in my own marketplace. There was a REMAX team in my market that sold – I was selling 500. They were selling 700 homes a year. So, like, the worst-case scenario for, like, like I could have leveraged the sales and how much I was doing. No, I couldn't. Every time I went on an appointment, I competed with a team that was doing more than me. And and on top of that, they would drop their commission to 4% every time they could. So, like, you talk about hard. It was hard. I I had to learn a lot to be able to overcome all of that. Yeah, but it was it was it was a great lesson for me, and it made me better. It made me learn the skills I needed to be successful.
2: And the processes, Um, and to follow the process instead of going off track, reinventing the wheel. Yep.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You had to be. You had to have a process that you Mm -hmm. took people. And um, and that so I I I wouldn't be where I'm at today had I not had the competition I had. That being said, my goal. When if you would have asked me, hey, well, Jay, what's your goal? My goal when I was younger were like early on. I was like, "Well, I I think I want to sell thirty homes here." And then next year, I "I think I want to sell sixty homes here. And then they come out with this new award at Cobble Banker. It's called the Premier. And I was like, "Well, that's hundred ten. Well, I guess I want to sell one hundred and ten units this year." And I kept having these goals that were production oriented. And and in the back of my mind, my belief was that I was getting, I was going to become more free time freedom by having this much production, I was obviously going to build a team and around me yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. you know, you know, you, you know, fast forward seven years later, you're selling seven, you know, 500 plus homes a year. And I'm less free than I've ever been.
2: You're a slow learner, Jay. <laughs> less weekends than
0: I've ever, less weekends to the lake than I'm used to less off. Um Why am I not free? And it's because I didn't have the right. I wasn't looking for the right, the best vehicle to get me financially free. I was just, I was setting goals to sell more homes. That is not the goal. The goal is not to sell 500 homes a year. Let me just be clear on that. It's not the goal is to be time freedom is, is how much time freedom can you get? How do you get enough passive income in your life to be able to say, I don't have to go sell a house, but if I want to, I will. Right. And you don't, when you, I'm dumb, young kid from Oklahoma that doesn't know any better. So I'm just setting these goals and I'm thinking I'm winning and, you know, then you, you know, you climb that ladder and you realize the ladder's up against the wrong wall. Yep. So really, you know, my advice to you is, you know, get around people that, that can help you get clear on what the real goals are mm-hmm. um, about getting freedom, time freedom, and look at the business model with that person at EXP, because the only business model on the planet that allows you to build a passive income that um, will allow you to at least someday choose whether you want to sell another home or not. Right. Um, EXP And, and that's, that's, that's the, the facts. Like it doesn't, I don't care. Any You can say anything you want to say. There's going to be more millionaires made at, from EXP um, than any other company in the history of real estate, hands mm-hmm. down. It's just irrefutable. It's a business model that's never existed before. If you don't, if you think you know what it is, you, what I can tell you is Stop don't talk, don't say anything. You think you know what it is, but you don't. Right. Listen twice as hard and assume that whatever you're thinking is wrong. Because I did the same thing. I made the same mistake. I thought I knew what it was, wrote it off. Mm -hmm. Somebody else came, get off me. Then it's like, why are all these people coming at me about EXP? Why? Because they know that that it's better than what you're currently doing. That's the only reason anybody, and and some people that actually care about you trying to trying to show you something that's better than you could ever imagine. And you haven't sat down long enough to understand the business model. So that's the key, you know, and if you want the shortcut to success, you want the shortcut to freedom, then pay attention to the people that are asking you about eXp because the business model is absolutely hands down the, um, the greatest wealth creating business model in real estate that we've ever seen.
2: Well, Um, it's hard because it's like, you're so like, for me, it took about a year to come over because. it was like, well, I'm, I just, I need to like exactly what you're saying. Like I'm busy selling houses. I don't have time to listen to this. Like you don't have an office and I need an office. That was like my biggest hang up. Right. I mean, now we have, we have, I mean, we have offices.
0: Let me ask you this. So, so that it's real easy to come up with reasons why something isn't for you or why it won't work for you and all that. Right. Like that's just That's our natural tendency to listen long enough to say why it doesn't fit for me. Oh, that's not right. Right? And then we just we shuffle it off as we move on, right? Which is which I get. I've done it my whole life, but I adopted this mindset. Michael and I both did, and it was you always say yes to opportunity, Mm -hmm. always until you have to say no. Mm -hmm. And so when you just assume you're wrong and be like, hey, maybe this is better, and of course you want to make sure it's in alignment with your vision, your goals. Of course, yeah. What you stand for, but as long as it fits like the core value test, right? Like this ain't some out in left field. Like, hey man, you want to build? You know, you want to build skyscrapers in Dubai? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, no, not really. That'd be cool. But like, if it's in alignment, you know, listen, listen. You know, you listen, and so just be open minded. And the biggest, biggest lesson I've ever learned was from Elon Musk, and that's you know, assume you're wrong. Assume you're wrong. in you're thinking, assume that everything you think is right is wrong. And that there might be a better way than what you've ever. That's
2: even- actually true. I mean, even if you take that and move it to people, like when you first look at people, there's like a split second, you know, judgment on how they are and who they are, but I can tell you 10 out of 10 times I'm wrong. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. you just can't tell. No, you know, yeah, it's,
0: it's a, you're either in judger mode or learner mode, right? right. So there's called, um, change your questions, change your life. This is a great book for anybody. Yeah. And, 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 and there's this, the switch that happens and you're either going to go down the path of judge your mode and judge, or you're going to go down the path of learner mode and learn. And the people that can realize where that switch is and go down the path of learner mode are the people that find success because you're not trying to judge. And there's no reason to judge. There's no, there's no benefit in that. Well, there's no
2: right or wrong anyway. Right.
0: Just listen. You're looking for truth. All you're looking for is truth. And let me tell you, I know what the truth is. <laughs> I've seen it all. <laughs> it all.
2: You're living it, man. I'm living
0: right? Living right now in Puerto Rico is where my family lives as of a month ago. I've been here a month. Never would I have ever been here. And I'm living in the Caribbean, which I love. And it's a beautiful, beautiful place. I'm living in a Ritz, Ritz community, I've never lived the lifestyle that I'm living before. I've lived well. I really have. I've been blessed for my whole life, but I've never had what I have today if it wasn't for EXP. And anyone has the same opportunity. Everyone has the same opportunity. Yeah. You need to be open-minded to look at it. So I'm telling That's you, awesome. listen twice as hard. <laughs> exactly. You're, missing, you're not here. You're missing something. <laughs> That's all it is. Like yeah. you, you can get something. Yeah, I get
2: it. Well, you said, um, you had said too, back at the beginning that you have like a questionnaire people can fill out if they're questioning, like how, if they do, you know, want to grow their business, like how to do that, where can they find that?
0: I think that's another thing that people don't don't realize. Like we help agents sell more real estate. (laughs) That's what, that's my. my (laughs) Which
2: is kind of funny.
0: Right. That's what we do. It's, it's, it's a great business. It's one of the most amazing businesses ever. And I think most people are just stuck. In fact, I had a call today with a lady that, bless her heart, she's uh, she's a great agent. Been licensed for 20 plus years, sells 8 to 10 or 15 homes a year. Mm-hmm. And she's just for what that next step is. And what we learned over the years is if you're under, if you're doing between 20 and 35, 40 deals a year and you're stuck and you can't seem to get over the hump, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's sales and marketing. The, the cool thing about this industry is you can spend... You know, you can spend a few bucks, maybe a couple hundred bucks a month, and you can close a deal or two from that investment if you understand sales and marketing. If you don't understand sales and marketing, you got referrals, fear of influence, and maybe some other sources you got some luck with every once in a while, and you're spending some money, and 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 it but it's not predictable. It's like okay, good month, bad month, good month, mm-hmm. bad, whatever. It's like roller coaster real estate. And um, and so that's that's the challenge I think most people run into. And you need sales and marketing, and so. And you need you need clarity about what it is you're trying to accomplish. You see, it's, and so we we created this uh, uh, document that that if you take the time to get clear on what your vision and what it is where you want to be five years from now,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, reverse engineer plan to get there. And we take you through this process. It's at freeclarityreport.com. I think it is. Okay, we'll get
2: the link in yeah. the
0: notes. Download, it, download that report. Take a half day and go get serious about where you want to be in five years. Right, like. Five years is going to pass whether you like it or not. I can assure you it's passed since I've been in real estate almost five times now. (laughs) (laughs) So don't, don't just keep out there doing it, doing it, doing it. Like take a step back and think about what am I trying to do? What's the goal? What's the vision? You know, I've been since 22, you know, I missed some of his games. I missed some things with him in life. I don't, that I'll never get back. Mm hmm. So like, take the time to get clear on what you want it to look like and what is important to you and then build a business that serves you, not you serving it. That's the best advice I can you.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're exactly right. Everything you said was, was exactly how I was feeling too. It's like, we were doing more deals. We're doing, you know, 30, then 60, then 80, then 120. And like, kind of like around 120, after a few years of that, we were like, oh, I can't, I don't want to do more, you know? I want to do something else. And I actually, I I mean, you're smarter than me. I just freaked out and left the country for a year.
0: (laughs) Maybe you were smarter than me because I just kept the same grind. Wow. (laughs) What country did you go
2: to? Oh, we went to 17 countries, but I was still selling real estate. So that was good. We just, we decided we needed like, I'm going to leave. We're not going to sell like as much. I need like a break. You know, that's and then it was actually in Morocco when we finally agreed to come to EXP. Wow. Because I just wow. needed to get away.
0: Totally took a step back, like a big step back.
2: Yeah. I was like, I got to get away. Right. You know? But yeah, once people hit their head on the wall and they can see like more deals is not the answer. That's when it's, they come.
0: That, yeah, it, it's, um, it's crazy because it's real hard to convince somebody that, I mean, it, it really you have is to feel it. You're a hard charger. And, and, you know, there's no, the, the problem, I, and it's hard to define the problem, but for me, the problem was there was no financial model. And I not that I would have understood it if somebody showed it to me at the time, but until I hit, hit the wall so hard that I knew I had to learn the accounting and like, I had to, I had to be, the CEO and the CFO of my business, in terms right. of perspective, yeah, and then step out of production. Like it wasn't until then, and I had to hire, you know, I had to hire somebody way smarter than me. To, you know, he wrote a book called "Simple Numbers, Straight Talk, Big Profits." His name's great crap oh,
2: Yeah, I read that. That's a great book. phenomenal book, and we built
0: we built our business based on that financial model. And That's how I was able to step out of production. I went from negative three, pre, the negative three percent pre-tax profit to twenty-two percent profit in three years after being completely removed and moving to another marketplace. That's so awesome. I, it was actually a business for once, and, and my average sale price was like one hundred thirty-five thousand. So there was no room for mistakes in, in, the, no. in the business. A lot of people that you, talk, you know, you go to these events and they'll say, "Oh, you heard about P&Ls. Here's how much I'm making." Well, what are you paying yourself? What are you paying? Like, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of stuff there that doesn't get you know shit, the light doesn't get shown you know like you didn't look under the hood of someone's business just if they're just telling you the numbers I need to see your p what is this what is this what is this and you can really see like most of these businesses as you get to that high high level or not that's that well
2: and that's how yeah most of these teams are I mean they're not profitable you know mm-hmm. I know I know
0: exactly what you mean
2: <laughs> that's awesome. way- well I really appreciate you way. what's that yep.
0: I said there's a better way, folks. There's a better way.
2: There is a better way. So if people want to get a hold of you, they can find you on Facebook for sure.
0: Yep. Pretty easy to find. Yep. Facebook, Instagram. Just put my name in. I'm sure my shenanigans will show up there somewhere.
2: <laughs> nice. All right. And if they want that report, it's what is it again?
0: ClarityReport.com. It's every coaching client I've ever had. That's where we start. And that is the beginning of the process. Great. Right. So or for anybody who's wanting to, one to change, one in a better way, that's where I would go.
2: And if what's the, like, if they want to get in touch with you, what's your preferred way? Uh, my preferred way?
0: That's a good question, man. I get hit from every angle these days. I'm like, not WhatsApp, right? Like, so in, here, here I am in Puerto Rico and there's like everybody uses WhatsApp. I'm yeah. like, you mean I have another dadgum way for people to get all of me? It's like my whole screen, all these different ways people reach me. So now I think probably the best for me, I stay on top of my email. So um, that's my, my my preferred way would be jay J-Y at Kinder.com. Just email me. I'm, I'm pretty much on top of that on the daily. And then, um, you know, whatever you have, whatever I can do to help, I'm happy to do it.
2: Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being on. Thank you so
0: much. Yep. Appreciate you. And if you guys are thinking about EXP and you're watching this, you've been tuned in. Reach out to Jennifer. Let her help you get clear. I promise you this. She will change your life if you make the decision to join EXP.
2: Just like Monica did mine. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to this
1: episode of the Realtor Fight Club Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.